Each year, about 30,000 climbers take on the highest peak on the continent of Africa, Mount Kilimanjaro. This is a mountain that juts out of the tundra, reaching 19,341 feet above sea level. It's a bucket list climb for many, but there's an area Charlotte man that has just climbed this mountain for the 50th time. He's been a part of the Carolina Outdoors program from the beginning, at least for the past 25 years or so, uh, for us young people. And he joins us again (laughs) now from Tanzania, Africa. Welcome to the program, Macon Dunnigan. Bill Barty, super to talk to you from Moshi, Tanzania, Africa. And uh, it's a beautiful evening here and uh, getting ready to go over, have uh, some dinner. But can't wait to talk to the people of Charlotte, North Carolina. Well, we're excited to have you. Of course, you're talking to people waking up early on a Saturday morning via the airwaves of WBT Radio as it blasts up and down the eastern seaboard. But, making you've got global listeners as well for those who are subscribing to us uh, via the podcast, Highlights of the Carolina Outdoors, and making a lot of people may not, well, if they don't know you, they're going to get to know you. Um, yes. First off, for those people who are getting to know you, you worked in the airline industry for uh, 30 years or so, and you've had the opportunity to travel the world uh, uh, doing different activities. I mean, you've been on uh, maybe every continent that there is, golfing, hiking, yeah. snorkeling, and more. But making Africa took a special hold on you way back when you just celebrated your 50th climb but take us back to your first climb when was that there oh, on mount kilimanjaro oh in in 2000 oh yeah just just want a trip um and no internet the only person <laughs> that we knew in charlotte at the time that had ever climbed kilimanjaro was hugh mccall Oh. And he had climbed a few years before, and I said, hey, listen, I want to climb Kilimanjaro also after uh, my late wife and I won this trip, and uh, and oh my word, uh, I did it, and and climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, and uh, and here I am today, 23 years after that, and uh, just celebrating my 50th Mount Kilimanjaro climb, and still still bringing people from all over the United States to Canada, matter of fact, all over the world here to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. That's right. Of course, you were in in the airline industry, as I mentioned, but this was a side gig. You worked with Zara Tours. Uh, For many of us, if you get a citation, uh, if you're a a citation from the governor, it can be a bad thing. But, Macon, you were cited by the governor of North Carolina back when, the government of Tanzania as well as being an ambassador of recreation. And it was all because of your climbing before you hit number 50. Talk to us about what kept you returning to that mountain and the uh, recognition that you've gotten along the way, what it's meant to you. Well, Bill, as you well know, the Rotarians, have really promoted Kilimanjaro with the Impolio and Al Mount Kilimanjaro climbs. And from there, I just I just kept going back and back. And, of course, as again, as you know, I did the four times in 28 days with all Rotarians and setting the only person ever to climb Kilimanjaro four times in 28 days. And, uh, and then they may be the tourism ambassador to the United States and Canada. And from then, I just kept going on and on and on from there. 
Hey, Macon, what um, I got so many questions for you, but uh, talk to us. Uh, talk to us about from the first time through the fifty. What was the draw? What kept you going back to Kilimanjaro? What kept you going back to Tanzania, Africa? What was the pull that kept uh, bringing you to this mountain? Well, it, it, it's the people climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. You know, they add so much into it. The 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 energy that new climbers bring to the Mount Kilimanjaro. But I, you know, again, uh, as as you well know, I was just on Kilimanjaro two nights ago. Mm-hmm. I took a group from Atlanta, Georgia, up just for the first night up on Kilimanjaro, and the energy that they bring to climbing Kilimanjaro, even though I've done it fifty times now, um, and it keeps me going. And uh, it's a positive energy, the positive climb. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing them when they come back. I just went up for a couple of days just to hang out on the mountain. And uh, But, yeah, it's a positive energy that uh, that uh, climbers bring to the mountain. Okay, for our listeners out there to the Carolina outdoors, you're going to have to break this down because you don't have to have a true technical climbing experience mm-hmm. uh, to, to go up the mountain. It's somewhat of a trek, but... You're going to a place that does not have uh, oxygen. Uh, well, Macon, I'll let you. I'll let you speak to this, really, because Mount Kilimanjaro, all it's nineteen thousand plus feet. You go through about right. four different um, uh, uh, climates, if you will, from uh, from a tropical rainforest to to a, a wintry wonderland above the tree line. Will you describe those? Well, you're- Bill, you're exactly exactly right. Climbing Mount Kilimanjaro is just like if you went from the equator to the North Pole and back, <laughs> and you did it in six days. I mean, you see all the biospheres. It's an amazing experience, uh, something we do slowly, which in Swahili is poli poli, slowly, slowly. Mm. And you'll hear that the entire time. This is not a race up Mount Kilimanjaro. This is a nice, quiet um, to slow climb and enjoy every single minute of being on the mountain. So you use that that time going slowly like that, really to acclimatize to the to the altitude. You don't have to right. to wear a uh, supplemental oxygen, put a, a oh, no. face mask no, no, no. and all that no. on. Exactly right, sir. Yes. All right, but that is where the challenge is. You have to go slow to acclimatize oh, to the altitude. Uh, otherwise, it could it could defeat you, and you have to turn back. You know, and Bill, what, what we've just started, as you know, um, Andy Doolin, a good friend of ours who just did Everest Base Camp, we have adopted that, and what we're doing is Kilimanjaro Base Camp. Now, where people who have graduated from the Ortho Carolina uh, School of Medicine, who have had hip replacements, shoulder replacements, no. now can go to just the base camp to see Kilimanjaro and come back down safely without having to go all the way to the top. And that has just come out in the last week. We just started uh, Mount Kilimanjaro base camp climbing and uh, just breaking news here for everybody in Charlotte who wants to climb Kilimanjaro but uh, didn't think they could do it but would like to do it. And that's where we're starting now is something that that's something that most people can get up to 15,550 feet and do and come back down. And, uh, and we started that and it's been breaking news here. If you, you may have seen it on the web, uh, my interviews and on local Tanzanian TV, but yeah, we're doing that. And it's uh, just an amazing experience to bring people 
who would not be able to climb Kilimanjaro but can climb Kilimanjaro, go to base camp, come back down. If they like it, they can actually come back the next year and climb up to the to, to Uhuru Peak at 19,000 feet. Breaking news. Breaking news. I like it. L- listen, for people who are uh, who are listening to the Carolina Outdoors, uh, there's several routes up Kilimanjaro. Uh, the the yeah. success rate, they have calculated somewhere between 45 and 65 uh, percent uh, have success getting to the top. Uh, Macon has made it a specialty. Uh, his route, the Rongai route, that he's had uh, a lot of success with, and that's been his lead route on there. Uh, of course, uh, Mount Kilimanjaro is is surrounded by, I think, three countries there in Africa, uh, Tanzania, oh, yeah. Somalia, and U- Uganda. Uh, Making where right. you start in Tanzania, that's where the route, the Rongai yeah. route is that you've kind of uh, made your own. Right over Kenya. Yes, sir. Absolutely beautiful. Making over the past 23 years of climbing that, how much has it changed in Africa, in Tanzania, uh, around the mountain? Because I'm sure when you and Mr. McCall did it, it was probably a little bit more rustic. Have they uh, updated? Because be prepared, after we talk about this part, I'm going to get into where you stay along the hike. So. Bill, you're absolutely right. The infrastructure has completely changed since me and Mr. McCall climbed Mount Kilimanjaro back in the day. Uh, they're, they're bathrooms now. They're really nice uh, places to be. Uh, the food has changed dramatically. The tents, but also the boots. Back in my day, back in the early 2000s when I was climbing, the major time, the major thing that people didn't climb Kilimanjaro was the boots gave them um, uh, blisters. As you all know, at, at Jesse Brown's Outdoors, buying boots at your at Jesse Brown's, you, you'll know that that boots now have changed so completely, so amazingly that you don't even get a, a, a toe problem now. And so, just amazing to how much transformation has been on Kilimanjaro with the equipment and the technical and the infrastructure. Yeah, that's a big thing of what we've had going on at Jesse Brown's for Kilimanjaro and other things is a, a proper boot fitting and. Boy, footwear, it's amazing how uh, it has continued to change and evolve and become really lighter. Uh, Making have have the boots that you've worn become lighter and lighter as you've uh, gone over the past 50 climbs? Well, you know, know, my my boots that I bought from you all, the Solomon Quest Force, are just absolutely the most fantastic. The first time ever in 20 years that I've been, been able to go barefoot in the summer because I have no no uh, toenail problems whatsoever. So, yeah, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, it just makes uh, climbing Kilimanjaro, coming down Kilimanjaro, such a, a really remarkable and, and just safe experience. I'm going to go back to the altitude, and, and the you mentioned it, slowly, slowly, which in Swahili is the only, only Swahili I know, Poli. How long does it take, uh, and you can break down the different routes, but how long does it take from start to finish um, going through the different climates, as you mentioned, uh, from the equator to the North Pole? But that uh, acclimatization part, does it take a week or more just to get up to the top of the mountain, or is it? can you do it less? Again, it's four days. Gotcha. Four days up, two days down. Um, again, so much has changed. They made it so much safer than, uh, than all, when I was here 20 years ago that you actually start climbing higher 
and uh, with the, the, the use of diamox and acetylcholamide, so Climb Kilimanjaro to help with the affirmation. It's just, it really works. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a really safe, good experience. And Bill, you will not believe the stars at night here. It is absolutely, when you get to 13,000, 12,000, 15,000, you come out of your tent and look up, you will never believe the Milky Way, the stars, the satellites that you will see here on, right here, being near the equator on on, uh, Kilimanjaro. Wow, that's fantastic. Well, make me ready to go. This man that we're talking to, Macon Dunnigan, 20 uh, been on the air with us for I think over 25 years, but uh, uh, he's just climbed Mount Kilimanjaro for the 50th time, jumping on the program from Tanzania, Africa. Thank you for that, Macon. And um, uh, going through the, my little list here, the setup for bathrooms. You said they've put bathrooms along the way. The setup for sleeping. Oh, yeah. Are you in huts or are you in tents along the way? I'm in tents. But, but again, you're so correct because now um, blow-up mattresses have come such a long way in the last 20 years. As you get something that doesn't weigh more than a pound and a half, and you blow this thing up, and it's absolutely like being on a bed. And so, but you sell, again, at Jesse Brown's Outdoors, has, have these mattresses. Um, it just makes it just a, such a comfortable place, especially when you've got roots and rocks underneath you and you've got this nice blow-up mattress. And you can put up, got a pillow, sleeping bag, you're good, and everything works out for the night. And, Megan, who carries all this stuff? And it's it, this is a part of the program, your answer, but who carries yeah. all of this as we hike the mountain? Well, the porters do. And and that's, where, again, where the customer service comes in with the porters, the local guys. When you come to Tanzania, you're not just climbing Kilimanjaro. You're getting to know the local guides taking you up the local porters they'll teach you swahili they're kind they're amazing the food is incredible um you will not believe how much uh, fun you're going to have on the mountain while you're climbing Mike, and you've done a lot of this uh for philanthropy you mentioned uh, the rotary yeah. clubs uh you've worked with ovarian cancer uh, and other philanthropic groups. What's next for you? Are you done climbing for this season? And uh, when are you going to check off 51? Bill, um, it's fantastic. I can't wait to invite you to climb Mount Kilimanjaro with me on uh, February the 12th, 2024. And then we have the very first Macon Dunnigan led uh, Mount Kilimanjaro base camp climb on March the 4th, 2024, when we go up and come back, straight back down, give people the taste of uh, Mount, uh, just being on the mountain without having the summit. And again, once they do that, they get a certificate and they get to come back again for 25% off their next Mount Kilimanjaro climb. Wow. Okay. And, and is that's through uh, Zara Tours? Oh. Uh, all through Zara Tours, yeah. Z-A-R-A, Zara Tours. And, Macon, let me ask you this. Okay, I wrote it down, February 12th, 2024. Um, climb, you said four days. Give me five, four or five days. Um, safari afterward, which is totally different than the climb, is that where the vacation starts? 
Exactly. And again, it's seamless. We come back down on Saturday, Sunday, you start your safari out in the Serengeti four or five, six days from the Serengeti. We fly you straight to Zanzibar, where you spend a few days on the island of Zanzibar, enjoying the beaches and uh, the warm, uh, beautiful waters of uh, Zanzibar Island. And then from there, you fly back to the United States and do that all in 14, 21 days. Wow. It is nice to be making Dunnigan, living it up, <laughs> Tanzania, Africa. And you say the exact same thing my wife said. <laughs> Nobody feels sorry for making Dunnigan. So, yeah. <laughs> but you do need to know we appreciate uh, your time on the Carolina Outdoors. You have helped encourage not only our listeners on this program, but you have made appearances at Jesse Brown's Outdoors and other adventure-type stores like that, uh, allowing people, whether they're going with your tour group or with any other tour group, you have equally shared your knowledge and advice on consulting people on how they can have a successful hike and summit of the highest peak in Africa. So thank you for that. Absolutely. From Charlotte to London to Berlin uh, to Toronto to Calgary to Vancouver, you know, it's just people have questions. I've got answers. Uh, If you have any questions, I would love to answer them. Um, And again, Bill, can't thank you enough for being the very first person ever to buy the book. Sons of Kilimanjaro. Oh, yeah. We left that out of your intro. He's also not only an adventurer and summiter, uh, an outdoors adventurer, but he's also an author. Sons of Kilimanjaro, written many years ago. I'm still waiting for that feature length movie, though, Macon. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> Steven, Steven Spielberg was busy, but I know he's on the list. He's one of those he's on directors. The list. Absolutely, sir. <laughs> Thank you Absolutely. so much, Macon, for jumping on the Carolina Outdoors. Have a great trip and a successful journey, and we appreciate it. Bill, I'll be back on August the 4th and can't wait to see you soon. See you then. Off he goes. That's Macon Dunnigan, author, adventure, climber. 50 times Mount Kilimanjaro. I'm Bill Barty, host of the Carolina Outdoors. We're going to take a quick break, come back on the other side. Stay tuned.